Hang on. I got to take a piss. Wait, Y'all don't talk. show us your dick, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. <laughs> are, we, are we already recording? Hey y'all, it's Erase the State. Maddie K is here with Mikey Two Names, and we are bringing you a very special guest, our good buddy, Wild West Willie. What's up, Will? Yeehaw! (laughs) (laughs) What's up, guys? I think on this episode, we're going to take a little bit of a departure. We we might not focus too much on on, uh, philosophical anarchy today, but... uh, I want to know all about the conspiracies that are burrowing deeply through your mind, Will. So, so what do you got for us? Lay it on us. Okay, so we're going to start kind of with the most recent thing that came out. And so introducing myself, I kind of know these two fools from the industry we work in. Worked out with uh, Mikey, two names. So I'm happy that y'all can bring me on. And I kind of follow conspiracies more as a entertainment or more as a hobby. Uh, I am not an expert. I'm sure if you were to go through and fact check me at the end of this, I'll probably get some things wrong, even from like the QAnon side. It's, it's okay. We have Mikey on the show. It, no one should ever fact check anything that we do. I was just let it be known. I first met Will. He weighed about 95 pounds and could <laughs> lift even less. So I've seen his... <laughs> I've seen him mature through the years into the, the young man that he is, and I have more faith in him just by his natural physique. Many gains have been had. <laughs> yep, many gains were made thanks to Mikey and some of the other meatheads here in uh, West Texas. Um, so I'll just start with kind of like the most recent thing, which I kind of got me on the topic with Mikey recently, and that was uh, our alma mater has a message board called Texax. We both went to AM. And we there's a political board that everyone posts on. And it has made the news someone for Daily Dot, a guy, let's see. Oh, the author's name, get it or not, to fuel it, Mike Rothschild. Oh. As of the Rothschild family. <laughs> oh my god. So fuel right good. there. <laughs> talks about both the Texax political board and the Tiger Droppings political board. And the massive threads that they have detailing the whole history of QAnon. Um, but no, Shaggy so for those, let me know. Shaggy B doesn't my, get any love. First... No, nah, I thought they Shaggy had to change B. the name. I don't know. Probably. <laughs> Fuck them. Whatever. Hey, Maddie. Just so you, hey, well, just so you know, my first two and a half years uh, at my current company, when where Maddie used to work, I used to indirectly report to him. And um, about half of my salary, about half my salary um, pay definitely came from uh, the Tex Ags and Tiger Droppings message board. And I was (laughs) talked frequently by Maddie uh, scouring through them when I was supposed to be working on his work. The other (laughs) half came from you sleeping at your desk with your sunglasses on. Nobody you've ever met can sleep better at their desk, like monitor on, mouse in hand. Uh, It was pretty legit. That's an accurate statement. And you've gotten no better since then, Mikey. <laughs> yeah, I know. Sorry. Continue, Will. My bad. <laughs> no, no, you're good. Um, and so kind of just like big overview, QAnon is 
a person or group that started posting on the website 8chan soon after Donald Trump was elected. And he kind of posts in in riddles and or she. Or she. And there's been pretty clear references to that QAnon has a group. Um, or they. Or Zer. They'll, they'll, they'll have like Q+. He'll sign it as Q+. And usually that means more people are there. So um, I, I want to stop you for two seconds. So I, I, know, I know fuck all about QAnon. Other than that, it, other than that it, it exists, right? So I know there was some rumor, I guess a year ago or so, that like this was somebody within the Trump White House. Correct. Is there any accuracy to that claim? There's some circumstantial evidence where Trump has referenced or used the same wording as QAnon. He's called out people in crowds wearing like the uh, with like QAnon paraphernalia or uh, where we were. Uh, I can't even say it right. Where we go one, we go all. I can't even. Do, I don't even. I'm getting that wrong. Um, Close enough. But he'll call people out. There's uh, been gifts of him making like the Q sign with his hands during speeches while saying these same lines. And I so that whether that means all white power symbol. <laughs> <laughs> and so does that mean that he's uh, leading the post by Q or is he just calling out to it? Cause he knows that he has a lot of supports following it. Well, that's um, my next question is, is Trump Q? Uh, I don't think anyone thinks that um, okay. it would not be. I don't know if Trump has the wherewithal wherewithal. He's kind of <laughs> Twitter. Twitter is where Trump rules. Okay. He's not this. If I had to like throw in my own, like guess, I think it'd be like uh, the Blackwater guy. Um, Eric Prince. Okay. And he's like related to who he, uh, the chick that he made like department of education. Oh, so like, there's some connections into it. And it just kind of fits, kind of, it kind of feels like a military op almost. It, it's definitely like, a, it's propaganda of some sort. Okay. I don't think it's trolls, but it could. But, but it could be a full-blown PSYOP. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm with you now. Please continue. Sorry. Uh, and so QAnon's been making posts over the past two years. And at the very least, I think it's propaganda because it's almost like a form of, uh, if you've ever read Scott Adams' Presuasion, kind of like he'd drop hints of like, hey, guys, time to get really excited about this. Something's going to happen. Something's going to happen. And then if something even if something minor would happen, that wouldn't feel that big. But his base would have a lot of energy or this very vocal base on the Internet would have a lot of energy. And he's, it's also been used to kind of call people, calm people down during some rough spots um, where he repeated over and over like, Trust, trust in sessions, mm. trust sessions, trust Kansas, which is which people think is a reference to Pompeo, yeah. the CIA. That's not a Secretary of Defense. Yeah, fuck and Pompeo. so there's almost like it feels like at the very least persuasion. Does that mean that everything else about it is true? I don't know. There's a lot of people that think it is, and so for two years you've been getting cryptic messages. Um, I do think there's some validity saying it's people, people who say it's uh, Nostradamus-like to where it's very open-ended and it's up to you, the reader, to interpret it and apply it. Okay. So they are definitely doing a good job of making it as 
letting people make it as credible as possible. Like, so will what? I have a question in regards to the Nostradamus statement. So what? What I guess claims has QAnon kind of back towards the beginning? Then what really got him that notoriety? Like, what claims did he lay out that started coming to fruition? That you know led to him getting his gathering, led him to getting you know a big group of people who started echoing his message or pointing to him, saying, "Hey, you know this is either you know CIA or this is either you know something from the White House himself, or this is just some guy who's so tied in, you know he he kind of knows everything that's going on before it happens." Like, what what are some of those uh, topics or points that he made? There's a couple things that I think really got people's attention straight off the bat. Um, he made some pretty crazy claims at the beginning that like. Hillary Clinton had been arrested very soon after the election. Um, obviously, <laughs> if that happened, that is, has not been made public. But he gets around that by saying the past proves the or the future proves the past. So he'll make posts and you only really know what it means once it happens in the future. So just saying Hillary Clinton's going to get arrested, he, the people who believe in QAnon will say, that's going to be a, a certain point in time, and it just hasn't happened yet. Um, but the bigger themes that it kind of played around are there was spying and a soft kook that was led by the Obama administration officials like James Comey and some of those other fools who wanted to remove him and were tried to set him up to be removed. And it kind of plays into the, I feel like a lot into like almost foreign policy. Um, the big conspiracy having to do with like human trafficking, especially of children, um, you know, the proliferate, like how they were going to drag us into the next war, what the plan, basically what's the next, what, what did the Obama Clinton wing of the Democrat party have planned for us over the next eight years? And a lot of it's tied to foreign policy because that's where the president has most of its power. You can get a lot done by signing an agreement. You can get more done signing an agreement with another country than you can trying to convince Congress to do anything. So that's kind of like the two big issues he tries to tackle. And I think it's come out to be pretty accurate on the spying front, the Mueller investigation and how that all played out. It's pretty obvious that, at least to me, that those were some trumped up claims that Donald Trump was a Russian spy or a Russian agent. Nicely played. And so, and th that's been repeated a bunch over the past two years. Kind of where to go from that, you could, there's also been like a bunch of little tidbits that have spiraled out of that. And it, as someone who just kind of follows it semi-seriously, you know, a lot of it, a lot of the theories that come out are made by random, normal, anonymous people on the internet. They don't come from Q. And so it's kind of hard to know what's real and what's not. So is Q still active or is this something that was happening a year or two ago? Yeah, he's been sporadic as of lately. I think we're, it's, he's been quiet for the past month. He had a couple posts. So yeah, no, there's there's a web, there's several websites that track every single post that Q makes on 8chan. I'm trying to get that pulled up to give you a better idea on dates. So okay. is he still posting on 8chan? Yeah, he still posts. And what's the account? Or is it like 4chan where it's all anonymous? 
Um, so on 8chan, you can set up, uh, okay, I'm looking right now. His last posts were June 27th, so a couple, couple days ago. DJ Screw, what's up? And, but before, the, the, before that, young, the last ones were in that. May. Yeah, no, I have no idea what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> Showing my youth. Um, but uh, basically, you can set up like a, an ID, like a trip code. Okay. And so as long as you have put in that same trip code for every post, you can like track a poster, but it's gotcha. still anonymous if you do it right. And so he's gone through several trip codes. Uh, there's people who can get way more into depth on that. And some people think that, you know, if this is a LARP, which, you know, live action role play, mm-hmm. people just making shit up. Some of those changing trip codes are, you know, different groups taking over this trolling well, campaign what what made him get back into the news so what was the big sparks i know you you, you sent me uh no when i was out in west texas uh was it this week or the week before you know you were all excited and you was like holy shit he's back you're like he's back in the news and make, mentioning texas was there anything in, in, in particular that sparked all that or was he just was everybody just happy that hey he's back and he's you know low yeah, and going so, again so q made three posts on june 27th nothing you know too crazy was posted in them there was only three and um and then two days later that's when this mike rothschild posted a piece on how all these football message boards have big threads on it kind of like a an attack on just these random internet forms i don't know what a fucking fed yeah, i mean mike rothschild yeah. what a what a fucking solid name though i mean if you're gonna if you're gonna <laughs> Whether you're yeah, going to no, no. troll or just come out and just let the world know. I mean, that's pretty solid. <laughs> His like uh, tagline is uh, Mark, Mike Rothschild is a writer who specializes in researching and debunking conspiracy theories and fringe beliefs. The perfect thing that a Rothschild could get paid for. Protecting the <laughs> <laughs> Debunking conspiracies. Alleged conspiracies. Allegedly. Yeah, oh and God. so, I mean, we can go down the rabbit hole on some of, like, the uh, crazier impressions that I've gotten, you know? Yeah, so speaking of that, then what's what's the one that got you hooked on? So what, like, rabbit hole did you go down where he was just, like, nailing shit? You were like, son of a bitch, this, this, this dude might really be, you know, he might really be something. So one of the things that I found believable, credible, that I don't know if this is true, I mean, who knows, is that um north korea has been under the control of the cia for the past you know 20 years or i guess almost 30 years now because i mean you kind of look at it bill clinton goes over there you know makes some like armament deals with them and it's kind of just been like they've always been like controlled saber rattle and you kind of look at like google's been over there to help them set up their infrastructure and you're just kind of like okay why are the like upper echelons of americans going over there and so there was some moments i think it was like in 2000 early 2007 or 2017 where they're talking about cleaning out kind of the cia control there's some raids in china itself supposedly and it kind of culminated in donald trump's big summit so basically q's thing is the deal and that whole summit was planned months in before 
Donald Trump stopped there secretly and he provided photographic proof of them being over the peninsula. And so basically it kind of sets up the idea that, you know, all these like major foreign diplomacy things are just kind of scripted or like a lot of politics is scripted. The whole, this whole North Korea, like Trump was just there this weekend crossing the DMZ. This whole process has been negotiated and planned for the past three years. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, that's not so a big they, shocker they, to me though. I mean, well, I mean, but like, you know, how often do you like maybe get to peek behind the curtain and actually see how it works? So basically the idea is Kim, I mean, Kim Jong-un, the current guy, he was, he went to school in Switzerland. Right. You know, does he want to be the like evil dictator of some third world shithole country? No, but he has to, or else he'll get killed. Right. Like, you know, everyone there is under like, I don't feel like, yeah, Kim Jong-un has the power, but he could be stabbed in the back tomorrow, I think. Oh, sure. Well, I think it's the exact same thing with Iran and shit. That's something that me and Matt have talked about in the past is that I, we have to have these little things about it. All, everyone that we saber rattle with is always a third world country that we could obliterate in the blink of an eye, right? It's, yeah. it, we, need, we need someone to focus all of our energy and attention on because as soon as, as Americans don't have an enemy, right, as long as we don't have someone to point our swords and guns at, then we start turning our swords and guns against the uh, American government and we start saying, well, what the fuck are y'all doing? So absolutely. I think I think that's absolutely why. And I, you know, I can believe that fact that, you know, like just like uh, was it Assad, uh, Assad in Syria or freaking Kim Jong-un over there in North Korea, that those are our, like you said, our pay to play guys. Right. We're like, hey, man, just be the evil dictator, live the glorious life that you want and just let us fucking threaten you every single day. That way our own citizens don't. I mean, they look at Iran, right? In Iran, even, they have to have death to America chance. And I think, like you said, it's probably like a mutual agreement. Hey, let me make America the enemy. That way my people don't ransack my castle and throw me out of the government for them all starving to death in the streets in a shitty economy. And in return, you know, America can put our guns at us and say we're responsible for all the terror that the world sees. Yeah, well, and I would debate that's not the accurate translation of that. However, it's it's true that I, it's it's the most Orwellian thing ever, right? It's if we don't have a boogeyman to hate and be be fearful of, then we're going to turn all of our hate and all of our anger against the government itself. So by by having all these enemies spread throughout the world, it allows the government to to make us more fearful of them and more distrustful of them than we are of the government. And we don't question anything. So whatever they whatever Maddie. they do must be right. Maddie, how would you feel about the, uh, not saying the government, but more of the ruling class uses this to control us? Do you mean the Bilderbergers? <laughs> well, I mean, just... How, how deep do you want to like, get just, into this conspiracy, Will? Because well, so <laughs> we can get the deep other, as fuck right now. <laughs> I mean, well, no, 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 no. I mean, the, the ruling same class, families. The ruling class is just like what some people say is the establishment or, you know, Have you kind of noticed that over the past like 30 years, it doesn't matter if we kind of elect a Democrat or Republican, we get the same fucking foreign policy. We get the same debt getting piled on. Of course. Like, you know, they say different things, but like they all just kind of revert back to and just do whatever I I, this like people call it the globalists. I don't know how the ruling class is like. It's the elite. There, there does seem to just like seem to be this like 
core group of like rulers there yeah. and not all it's, of them are like, it's the elites it's it's the, the ramp, whatever you want to call them the globalists the elites the Bilderbergers, the rothschilds whatever you want to call them it, it's it's them it's it's the big giant quote unquote yeah. them right yeah they pull yeah. The strings they make the decisions it doesn't matter who you vote for you're going to get the same thing um i mean look at trump right which look i i, I wasn't a trump guy i, I could have called exactly everything that he did however um you know, every, everybody voted for him thinking he was going to be something different. And yeah, he might speak differently, but we still got more debt and we still got a fucked up tax program and we still get more wars and we're still bombing more countries. And it's just, it's no change. The government gets bigger. The elites get paid more because they're all getting paid out by the the defense contractors. So yep. yeah, it, there, there's this underlying current of rulers and it's not who appears on the ballot. Yeah, I just there are people in the government that are a part of that. You know, your random oh, IRR, IRS agent number three hundred two. It's probably just well, some I would say random schmo. NSA. Well, even then, like probably your boots on the ground, random low level guys. Like even when when you get into the conspiracy of or what people call the deep state coup. Yeah, that was probably led by ten to fifteen leaders in the in the FBI and CIA. And cabinet members for Obama. Like, this was not like, and it's the guys at the very top. Your your low level FBI agents probably trying to do the best they can and do what they think is right, or trying to help in whatever way they can. But oh, that has just to like I think there's media. even elected politicians that are doing the best they can. Sure. You know, the Rand Pauls sure. of the world, or it's just Bob, once it just seems Bob like. Bob and Wrong the only thing I'll give sober up. Yeah, the only thing I'll give Trump credit for, I'm just is, here to hang out. <laughs> is it seems like the quote unquote ruling class actually hate him for whatever What's, reason. Hate who? Donald Trump. Oh well, I don't. I don't know if this. he was ruling class. Do you think I, so? I no, I, I don't know that the ruling class per se hates Donald Trump. I think that the ruling class hates having to deal with whoever's in the office of the presidency of the United States, whether that's Donald Trump, Barack Obama, George Bush, Bill Clinton, and on and Do on. Do they hate? I don't know. They, I, that's what I'm saying. I, feel like I don't they, think they hate them. I think they hate having to deal with them uh, because whoever sits in that chair presents a different set of problems for them to address. They have their agenda. And whoever sits there creates new challenges for them based on their political leanings and what they're trying to get done. So it changes the way they have to do things. So, so do they hate the man? I don't know. Maybe they do. Maybe they don't. Right. But there's so many leftists who have been out that formerly loved Trump. I mean, Trump was a fucking Democrat 10 years ago. So yeah. everybody loved him. Right. Um, he knew he could run as a Republican. So he ran as a Republican. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, th I think we're not, we're not far off. Mr. Wild West will. I think we just yeah. we're coming at it from different directions here. No, I agree. For the most part, it, it just seems there's more open hatred, especially on like the media and everything you get, almost everything you see in culture that is put out by corporate culture. I guess you could say is so overboard. Like even compared to like George Bush, sure, like. But and so it, it could, it might just be as shallow as, you know, those rich billionaires have to take the heat from the rich billionaires from Europe or China because Trump is kind of a buffoon. Yeah. And so well, it could be as shallow as that. 
it's a different time now too, right? So people are catching heat in a lot of different ways. So, I mean, we didn't have Twitter necessarily, right? When was it, was it in its, it wasn't even out yet when, when Bush was in, in, was the president, right? Yeah, no. Yeah. So it's, I mean, you know, social media is kind of a new thing. People use Facebook, but it was literally just cat photos. Um, we still had MySpace, you know what I mean? So I think things are just so different now that Trump's here. It, throughout the Obama presidency into the Trump presidency, it just changes the way we react to things and changes the way we handle things. Um, I got I got something that came from uh, Q on do it. social media. Okay. Okay. So no, no, no. So how, how to kind of make this entertaining to listen to besides just ruining it? Don't Build worry, none of this is here. entertaining today. So. so. If you can, I think everyone kind of feels that the social media giants of the world have a lot of control right now. Yeah. And it's very likely, if you kind of believe the Q, QAnon conspiracy, if you go to kind of down that road, that it was set up this way. This was a tool created by the elites to track us and control us. And you mean a, Jack's a Fed? Uh, I'm actually going to go to the Zuck. The Zuck, um, I don't well, think Zuck's he's an actual Zuck's a fed. Funny robot. He <laughs> he's an android. It's fine. Uh, I mean, but so the kind of the data point that I like to point out is so the Pentagon had a project called LifeLog. Okay. And it was a program designed to set up a database of every single citizen in the United States. Okay. It gets shut down the same day Facebook gets started. Uh, and then all you know, and now Facebook has a file on every single American. Because every, even if you're not, even if you don't have an account with Facebook, they have data on you and they track you. Sure. I don't know if people know that, but they do. And so if you kind of go look back at the annals of history, it's very, I, I think it would be, you know, Facebook was a government program spun private. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Because then I they don't have that. to worry about, like, think how much that more protections they have to do shady shit as a private company versus the military or CIA or whoever. And well, so they have their hands else? in everything. Not only that, but along with maps, and they own PayPal too. Uh, so I'm kind of putting this together here. That's on, eBay, right? Who? That's, PayPal's eBay. No, PayPal, I thought it was Bezos. That's eBay. Oh, Amazon got Bezos. Wait. Okay. Yeah. Is it is it Amazon or eBay? No, it's Amazon. Amazon, PayPal, and like the Washington Post. Are all Bezos. Got Look, you. I yeah. Drink, sorry. What okay. I was trying to say is is yeah. Sorry. Well, I'll let you keep going. But yeah, what I was trying to say is is they a lot of them they buy up other co- companies, right? Whether it's tracking map companies yeah. like Google Maps or Apple Maps, and they are also getting into isn't Facebook now getting into cryptos, right? They're trying to get into currencies. Well, and- the all these big. Google, Facebook, you know, what people are now seeing censorship on, they all have huge government contracts to do stuff, you know, provide database and support. I mean, they're they're pretty close to like, you know, whether you want to call them a common carrier. But like what I, I was just kind of thinking here is like feels like a lot of like stuff the government doesn't want to do. They're spending private to like take advantage of those protections. Because hmm. you can do a lot more as a, you know, Antifa as private citizens can get away with assault way easier than they can with police. <laughs> yeah, but that's, I don't know. I'm I just, think that's, I'm just, just, that's more of a, a turn of the tide of 
I don't know, political culture and public culture and, and things like that. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying Antifa just, they're the, the darling children right now. Yeah, they luckily they caught shit this weekend. But that, that was another data point from Q Anon or that I learned from following it that actually has some merit and is, and is interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so what's, is there anything recently? Excuse me, is there anything recently that's that's come out that that Q's kind of dropped like in the last I don't know three, four, five, six months that's kind of come to fruition? Um, so the big thing that kind of came through was, I guess the most recent thing is Trump kind of got through unscathed through the whole Mueller process. Okay. Um, because I mean you had John Brennan and you know some of the old you had people on on TV a month before all that happened saying like indictments were coming for yeah, but Trump, that's Trump almost Jr. Like, that's almost like, yeah, I, I, know, I don't I want know, to piss in like, your Cheerios, but like, that's almost like saying that the sun's going to come up tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like there was nothing there. I mean, you half the country thought there was. And so, well, the Democrats, you at least was. was calling the QAnon was at least calling that. Right. Okay. And I, I mean, you could get into like the machinations and minutia of like what he was saying was happening within the investigation itself. I don't know how much of that came true, but it seemed pretty obvious that Sessions wasn't going to be able to do it. And so, but you kind of, ha you kind of knew that nothing was there through QAnon and you, it's easy to look at the data and say like, okay, that's pretty obvious, but you know, at least QAnon was out there saying it and other people just got it completely wrong. So I'd say that was probably the most recent thing. It, if you had to kind of view what was becoming next for QAnon to be not right, is he was pretty adamant that there was going to be repercussions for a lot of these people that led mm. the, the dirty cops, so to speak. Yeah. So, I mean, if, if you start seeing like James Comey get purple per walked or Andrew McCabe, some of these like guys that probably acted unethically, especially to kind of get this whole thing started, um, then I think QAnon would be 100% right. But right now, he just kind of got the first part right, and he made promises that we'd see arrests and stuff, and that just hasn't happened. Okay. And so, so people keep thinking, people want like Hillary, Hillary Clinton to be let off in handcuffs, you know? And I don't know if that's ever going to happen. That's never going to happen. She's, a, she's fucking Hillary Clinton. It's not going to happen. People don't want to get Arkin aside or Arkin... Arkansas, Arkansas, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't so, know. <laughs> what do you think is coming next? Are you expecting anything? See, I think if you kind of think about it, if you're Donald Trump and you want to get elected, you want the purple walks to be happening this time next year. Okay. Like, and I don't. I I probably agree with you. I doubt it gets to Hillary Clinton, but James Comey did leak classified documents he should probably go to jail andrew mccabe i can't remember what he did wrong other than being a but like bed. he's like perjured herself perjured himself probably john brennan perjured himself some I'll, if some of these lower level guys get perp walks next year i could see that happening okay um, i wouldn't put money on it but i'm kind of at that point and i got this with q i like talking about it because it makes me think and it's kind of fun but you know, there's been promises for like two years, so I'm not on the whole. I could see it being shut down, like it got it. 
it's got its propaganda was spread and it was done effectively. And so I don't know how much left there is for Q to actually do. Gotcha. And so I don't I, I, I don't know if anything's going to happen next. OK. It's more of like, what are some of the data points that he put out that I think are true and are interesting? OK. And well, like there's some crazy stuff like <laughs> you want to go down like crazy rabbit hole. Hold that thought. Before we go down the rabbit hole, I want, I want it to be known that the Erase the State podcast does condone committing perjury, lying to the feds, and the <laughs> release of all classified information to the public. Now you can go down, go down your rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> um, so some of the crazier stuff that have come out, and I'm just going to kind of go through stuff, and if something sounds interesting, and let me be, let me be clear, I don't know if this stuff is true or not. I just thought... It was interesting and or funny. So Q has deleted a post before. And oh. in that post, he uh, suggested that Angela Merkel is a relative of Adolf Hitler. Okay. And so that post was deleted. Yeah. Interesting. As if, as if it, was, it was almost too spicy, even for, even for Q. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> I feel like and I've so, heard that from somewhere else, though. Uh, I mean, if you were to build off that, there, there's an interesting photo that was taken. Oh, God, it must be like 50 years ago. Yeah. Angela Merkel, uh, Theresa May, and I think the leader of Sweden or Norway or something like that. Uh-huh. All three of them have like young teen girls together. What do you mean? Like there's a photo oh, oh, of them when they, when as, they like, were young. Teenagers. They were all taking, taking pictures of together when they were yeah. little. It's kind of like these things are like selected a long time ago. Well, yeah, like Obama, I'd, I'd buy into that for sure. I, I think I can't remember if this is QAnon or just normal conspiracy theory, but like Obama was probably raised and groomed by the CIA to become a presidential candidate at some well, point. Well, he was probably Frank. What was his name? Frank Marshall Davis. Is that his name? Not the actual whatever Obama, whatever the whatever the dude's name was. Um, his father was probably somebody else. Yeah. In like Hawaii. No, I think it was in Ah oh, fuck, where was it? It was just that his mother was from Hawaii. Or his, his Yeah, but he still like grew up there. His, yeah, so his there grandparents like, lived in Hawaii at the time, so he grew up with the grandparents, but but oh, fuck where And it, like his mom was friends with like she was a CIA agent or she was yeah, friends I think with she someone. was an like, asset. Yeah. Yeah. And like and there's also photos of him like going to like military arms things in like Russia or Ukraine before he's like senator or like right. And so it was just like obviously like he got kind of raised uh, in that in that side of the world. Sure, sure. And so I feel like a lot of like the elites are kind of groomed. Oh yeah, I um, definitely I definitely agree with that. Yeah. So, uh, anything else on this rabbit hole? Uh, hold on. There was somewhere I was going to go next, but I'm pretty ADHD, so I think I lost That's it. That's okay. Now, what's your question? What's your favorite conspiracy? Government conspiracy or no? What's your favorite conspiracy? That the metabolic window after a workout is only 30 minutes. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I came out of my days, guys. I'm back. <laughs> that branch chain amino acids are effective. <laughs> well, now it's all about the ECAs, bro. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Just like the government needs to keep you scared of a foreign enemy, the supplement companies need to keep you chasing that fucking gain. Bro, yeah, you've seen the South Park episode. The, the food pyramid is actually upside down. It's Fuck all yeah. Up. 
don't know. I kind of like when you say favorite, do you mean like something that I actually believe to be true or just like um, something that I enjoy following? Because like, that, be that might be a sub question. Freaking phenomenal as an entertainment value. Yeah. <laughs> so like that might be a sub question whether or not you believe it. Right. But like what's your other than QAnon? I'm, I'm guessing that's your top one. Like, what's your favorite one? Like, when when you see something come up with it, you're like, oh, fuck yeah, that's my jam. I will fuck with that all day. So, I will say QAnon's great because it kind of encompasses almost everything. Um, ooh, what I got really into, like, kind of more like end of high school, early college, was the Scientology conspiracy theories. What are the yeah. conspiracy theories about Scientology? Well, just uh, they're human trafficking and they basically enslaved... Oh, well, that's all true. Well, yeah, I that's mean, absolutely true. That's yeah, not a theory. Yeah. That's proven. But at the time, that was... But at, okay, yeah. Oh, uh, Alex Jones on the Joe Rogan podcast was pretty great. Uh, <laughs> For a host of reasons. The inter, interdimensional alien demons. What yes. did he call them? Yes. <laughs> Tom <Tyler laughs> Lester's. That was one of the most entertaining five hours. Like, I listened to all five hours. And look, it, it look, was, look. I'm kind of retarded. <laughs> Dude, that's the greatest like <laughs> minute to minute it was beautiful oh but i mean yeah i would probably go down if one that's popped up year after year is is there a certain section of the elites that has that is being def uh influenced by like demonic forces let's say alex jones kind of touched on it someone when i was in high school was talking about all the demonic imagery and like media at the time gets into like you know the whole Pizzagate child pedophilia rings and child abuse what's going on there it gets pretty it gets pretty wild and I don't like obviously pedophile pedophile rings are real sure but does that and there's been some pretty major ones and like they seem to coalesce around some pretty high profile people so i could see it being true but like oh it was kind of like you know when the actual like email gate came out the hillary clinton emails like people were, you know the the hot topic wasn't oh you know they they rigged the primary for her over bernie it was oh well hillary's uh, like a satanic or uh, like well, a satanic was... pedophile like that yeah. was like what the internet jumped to. No, it, it was, was like it was it was the spirit. Hilarious. Cooking. It was the spirit cooking. And yeah. it's like, oh, oh, you don't you don't spirit cook? I thought everybody spirit cooked. You don't do that? <laughs> yeah. Uh you left your pizza related handkerchief at my house. Uh, oh yes. I could go for a ping pong pizza right now. <laughs> you I mean like so like but that like all kind of goes into like the demonic, like cause uh, I guess like in satanic circles like there's a lot of like child sacrifice almost like i don't i don't even like i'm trying to make sure i don't get this wrong there it's is okay. someone it would be the first time on this like, podcast. like they, they traumatize children That's why I'm here. Like, get high off like the hormones that go through them kind of like there's also like a doctor who episode that like touches on the same thing mm. what i don't watch doctor who yeah, and then you get into like what Macaulay, or Macaulay Calkins like memoirs, and he's kind of crazy. And like he said, like one of the things he said was like he met a guy that had like shoes made out of like child human skin. What? And, like you just knew you didn't fuck with that guy. Yeah, no, it was like 
Wait, wait, wait. Like wait, wait. you can see like crazy shit going down that like rabbit hole. So how much and do you know about this? I mean, just bits and pieces. I'm sure I'm getting some. Okay, well, but like, Mikey, I have a, I so, have a suggestion for a follow up guest to discuss the child human skin shoe phenomenon. Who the hell is that? We're gonna get we're gonna get Dogman or Specter on here, Professor De La Paz. It's gonna be oh awesome. my god. He's a professional dogman researcher, and and I'm gonna get him on the show. It's gonna be great. Yes. Oh, and then uh, I also remember some like long thread, and uh, this might be like my five minute warning. There's just someone here. Okay. I've been waiting. Yeah. We're we're past five minute warning. You're done. Food service. Are we gonna leave my wife on the podcast? Yes. Absolutely. Get your butt off the computer. Wild West Annie. <laughs> get out here. <laughs> okay, but before I go, so you can get into like, you know. Mark of the Beast, that stuff, like credit cards, stuff like that. <laughs> okay, and, I, have, uh, I have two quick questions for you. They can be yes, no. Okay, yeah, yeah, because yeah. we could go into this more. But Tell yeah, Wild I, West I, Annie that I said sorry. Okay, <laughs> so so question number one, the moon. Did we land or did we not? I think we did, but we faked all the imagery. Perfect. The earth, is it flat or is it round? It is round. Fuck. All right, Wild West Will, thank you so much for coming on, dude. Go enjoy your party. Maddie, Mikey, y'all have a good time. Mikey, you better work on that tan. All right, I'm trying, man. I'm reflecting most of the sun back on my wife, but I'm doing my best. Yep. (laughs) Classic. Thanks for having me on, guys. It's a lot of fun. Thanks, Will. We'll catch you next time, dude. Later. So, Mikey, Mikey, what do you think? What do you think, bro? Not much. All I can do is just really much, pretty much just apologize for my absence of questions my amazing just you know interjections into this uh, into this q a with will here I'm, uh for those of you who don't know i'm actually laying at a rooftop pool with my wife in downtown austin just trying to enjoy some summer rays uh for fourth of july and i didn't know if we were gonna do this tonight or tomorrow and so i you know jumped into the whiskey cabinet got here at the bar a little earlier than planned and uh you know it's uh <laughs> it's kind of affected me throughout this podcast but it was fun it, oh, Will's a blast, man. He's a bunch of stuff to get into. Um, we'll definitely chat with him more. Um, but that's it, man. We're going to be here. We're going to float the river tomorrow, drink some beers on the old San Marcos. Um, I think we're going to go do some paddleboarding on the Colorado. Just have a little adventure weekend. Where I think you were here last weekend, right? Yeah, but we floated the Guadalupe. We do it old school style. We go to green, dude. Ah, well, you had, you had the chitlins, right? No, no, no. It was just the adults. Oh, really? Yeah. It was fun though. It was good times. Oh yeah, that's a lot more calm. The the San Marcos, I guess, is your more uh, your party river. Yeah, it's college kids, dude. Well, and even on the Guadalupe, you can go up to the Horseshoe, and you get you get a lot more college kids there, or like recently graduated at least. But it's more of a party. But it was pretty tame where we were. But it was it was fun. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're we're trying to have like one last like hurrah year, you know, yeah. before kids come. Yeah. So which you is mean why she we're didn't come back trip. from Europe pregnant? Oh no. Is she drinking right now? Yeah, she is. We're good. Okay. <laughs> At least not. We're horrible people, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. But uh, but yeah, man, we're uh, we're just hanging out. I'll be back. I should be back on schedule. Yeah, man. Sorry, I know I've been kind of MIA just from you in general, dude. Freaking, I have been flying all over the place trying to get Wells back online. It's just been 
it's been one of those 10 days. You know how you know how our field of work is, right? You got a oh, month or two where it's like nothing happens. Everything's going smooth. And then all of a sudden, the fucking plane crashes. Fuck yeah. So my plane crashed about a week and a half ago, and I have just been playing scrambles, bro. Well, if any of those motherfuckers have uh, rich gas they they can't handle, you know where to send them. So I have a rich gas meeting in a week and a half. So I will, if there's anything that our new business unit that we've added on cannot tackle, I shall call you, Maddie. Sounds good. All right, Mikey. Well, I guess we're going to leave it here, man. I'll let you uh, get back to drinking and partying with your beautiful Brazilian wife. HBW? Yeah, she's here, man. She's, She's excited. But uh, hell yeah, man. Well, I appreciate it. Thanks for putting up with me uh, again. And um, next week, shoot, I'm ready to talk about whatever the hell Will was talking about, the dog whisperer. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. I'll reach out <laughs> to my buddy and see if we can get him on, dude. He's going to listen to that and be like, dude, y'all three fucking idiots. I, no, sorry. <laughs> That's fine. He can, he can set us straight. So uh, oh, anyway, guys, thanks for listening again. Another week in the books for the Erase the State podcast. You know what to do. Like, subscribe, listen, tell your mom, tell your dad, tell your dog, tell your kids. Peace. Cross the 57 Chevy with a hillbilly van. Had a little honky-tonk filled with one-night stands. Take a tell him fire with a gun so steel. Space just to seal the deal. Yeah, top 40 country better watch your back. Cause this hot rod's faster than your Cadillac.